0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Film Frat Podcast, Episode 8. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. we got a little lineup, a little something light, you know, something fun. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff we've watched that we want to talk about. Some are controversial. There's stuff happening in the film world. Yeah, you know, a lot's
1: going on. So, A
0: lot's going on. Yeah. Um, Real quick, right? I know one of the first things on the itinerary, uh, Little Mermaid. Yep. Right? Is that something you watch? I, I wasn't able to catch it. Yeah. But yeah. I know you
1: saw it, you and Mackenzie, right? Yeah. We went and saw it, and uh, honestly, bro, I, I liked it because like you know they uh, Disney does a lot of live action stuff now they have, where yeah. they just kind of revamp old stuff. They had the Jungle Book, which I thought was pretty solid. They have
0: Jungle Book. Before that, even like a couple years ago,
1: they had like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, didn't see that one. Uh, Lion King. Lion King. Which
0: heard yeah great things about that one so
1: i guess they're kind of hit and miss and little mermaid i was like i was i don't i hadn't seen little mermaid in a long time like Mm -hmm. i watched it as a kid but i didn't really remember the story all that well right but when i was watching her act i didn't feel like i had to go back and watch the animated version because i was like no that's exactly how ariel was in the animated version she did like such a good job Mm -hmm. capturing like Her mannerisms and the way she looks and, like, her eyes even. Like, she did a really good job, honestly, bro. And her voice was... Amazing, so is it Hallie Bailey or Haley Bailey? Yeah, hey, I think it's Haley. Oh, uh, Hallie Bailey, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Shout out
0: to her, so yeah, she did an amazing
1: job. She did an amazing job. Um, real quick, how were the effects? All the underwater stuff. Um, uh, it how- was a lot of underwater stuff. I mean, it looked good, it didn't like distract me or anything. I mm-hmm. didn't, there was like a couple things, like for example, flounder, her friend yeah. flounder, yeah, he looks like the most generic fish that you would ever find, like in the ocean, like he could have been any fish and it was just like he had no personality in his animation yeah. that was one of the gripes maybe i had with it like, so a little off yeah he didn't add anything to the movie i don't Yikes. feel like this time which i remember in the animated version at least this is how i remember it mm-hmm. he would kind of played a big part but for sure and this one he he didn't do much but other than him all the like animated characters were good and i think they had good voice actors mm-hmm. um i will say the prince had didn't like hold up to Ariel. Okay, in what after. way? He, she just overshined him. Honestly, for sure, she just overshined him. Like her voice is just like so angelic and good, bro. Like she has an amazing voice. She did a live performance of uh, the area one of the songs from uh, Part of Your World. Okay, uh, yeah. she did a live performance of it, and dude, it like blew me away how good she is. So gotcha. she just like kind of carried a little bit. Yeah, when it came to the scene and. The dude did a good, good job acting, like, good enough job, but she definitely, like, she carried it. And okay. uh, Ursula. Yes, so Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. How was that? She was good, bro. I, I wish she would have got a little more screen time, mm-hmm. like, a little bit more, but uh, she she did it. She's, like, a me- definitely a memorable character. For like, sure. I would say best uh, animated to live-action adaptations, even though this wasn't live-action. Like, it's Jack Black as Bowser <laughs> and her yeah. as a... As a Ursula, Ursula yeah, so, yeah, good casting this year for those two characters. Okay, sure. would you
0: say it's a must watch? I no, mean, I'll probably check yeah, it out.
1: I, I wouldn't say it's a must watch. I mean, those live action ones are always—they they kind of have that cash grab feel to them a little yeah. bit, where they're just re, revamping something old, but. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's the worst one out of the ones that have come out. I think yeah. it's definitely out of the ones that have come out, I would say it's worth a watch. Just for her performance. For sure. Only, I think she yeah. did, a re- like, even though Ariel doesn't talk as much in the story as I remember because mm-hmm. she loses her voice. Oh. I didn't remember she lost her voice. Yeah. Like, I that's such a big part of the story, and I forgot about that. But uh, she, like, her mannerisms are like Ariel. Like, yeah. she really does remind me yeah exactly of Ariel. So yeah, she did a good job, I think. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: So I mean f- from these past live actions, you say you don't watch like Lion King. You I didn't di- see
1: Lion King. You saw Beauty and the Beast? I didn't see Beauty and the okay, Beast. What but about I saw
0: Jungle Book. Jungle
1: But what about Aladdin? That one was solid. Uh Aladdin I didn't see that you don't watch that one either. No. Did you okay. see that
0: one? Yeah I've seen all those and okay. uh probably my favorite was Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah. Um Aladdin was kind of mid but you know had Will Smith as
1: genie which is cool. Mm-hmm. So I definitely gotta catch this one but yeah. I yeah, mean, so yeah. far, it, <laughs> it, I think it's probably a solid installment mm-hmm. among them. Like I said, I haven't seen a bunch of them, but I thought Jungle Book was pretty solid, and I like this one mm-hmm. definitely enough. I thought it was worth a watch for sure. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I'm gonna have to catch mm-hmm. it. um
0: So, aside from that, going into like, you know, there's a, been a lot of talks about like DC mm-hmm. and, you know, the DCU, is that what they call it? Kind yeah, of the yeah. competitor to MCU. Right. I Think that's what they might call it don't sure. come at me right or yeah, DCEU yeah. or something crazy sure, but yeah. there's been a lot of controversy there with movies being dropped you know titles being dropped actors being dropped being recasted uh but one of the projects that did survive flash mm-hmm. right is something you watched yep, yeah um, recently, yeah recently and it was a little anticipated there was a lot of noise about it but i know you have your opinions on the film
1: yeah uh, honestly i i wasn't really excited to see it necessarily just because of you know, reasons with the main actor that we won't get into, but, okay. but, uh, yeah, you know, just the fact that it came out with him, but anyway, we won't get into that. Sure, but sure, sure. Anyway, the story itself and like DC, like DC movies, I hadn't, they kind of never really hit a bunch for me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't love Justice League. I didn't really like Batman versus Superman that much. I don't think many people yeah, did. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, they just like, don't do it as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like as MCU, but James Gunn is running it now, right? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. James Gunn is running DC, so was he there prior to the Flash, or is he now like afterwards? I want to say Flash is the first movie released since he's been there. Since he's been there, since he's been running it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, because director of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yep. Uh, So yeah, so I think maybe they got a better you know person in in charge over there, kind of to oversee to oversee Mm -hmm. everything because flash was pretty solid bro okay honestly so what was sorry not to interrupt you but what was the plot really so the plot is uh it's pretty interesting plot so he this is totally spoilers by the way (laughs) oh yeah spoilers (laughs) please skip ahead yeah (laughs) but so he is uh he's kind of he's he's alone you know he's kind of like living this lonely life and uh he's really and he's trying to get his um his dad out of trouble. Okay. His dad has been not framed, but he's been uh he is in trial for murdering his mom. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They think that his dad murdered his mom. Okay. So they're trying Flash's main purpose and goal of this movie, uh, in the beginning is to get his dad, you know, free free his dad basically. For sure. Find evidence to prove his dad is innocent. Mm-hmm. Um And so, you know, he's doing all this. He's trying to figure it out. And it's not really going his way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he kind of comes up with the idea at some point that, because he's time traveled before. Oh, he has. Just by pure speed and Mm -hmm. stuff. And he's like, well, if I've time traveled before, I could probably go to the past and save my mom before she died. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is he goes back. And the whole reason she passes away is because she had to go back out and get tomatoes like so she, <laughs> she had he, to get tomatoes she had to get tomatoes okay. so she remembered to put the tomatoes in her cart this time so but then that activates a whole new timeline a whole new interesting universe a yeah. whole new dynamic so. so it's
0: kind of like a butterfly effect the mm-hmm. second you
1: impact something oh, he did a new branch of time exactly and when he he doesn't from when he um takes like messes with the timeline he doesn't mm-hmm. come back to the present he gets pushed out to some right when he gets his powers when he's like 18 so there's two flashes okay the whole movie he's interacting with himself the entire movie which is pretty impressive okay that's dope it's a pretty cool movie same actor same actor Uh yeah him as 18 and him and he is funny bro Okay, i gotta give it to him okay he, he did a good job uh in the movie but so there's this whole timeline and so like all of the superheroes from the world that he's from the yeah. universe he's from mm-hmm. they are different people now for example not ben affleck batman george clooney batman no way and okay. there's a, well that actually is a reveal at the very end so that was a spoiler for the very end but <laughs> <laughs> okay but that's sure. the idea that like no, all these it. people are different people now so like batman is now um oh i should not be forgetting his name but the old batman from like batman and robin mm-hmm. uh, michael michael kane is it michael keaton keaton michael the guy keaton. who played uh uh vulture
0: yes. was it in yeah.
1: mcu right yeah. yeah so he's batman in this one yeah and he's older and stuff like For he's sure. kind of been through it. He, he's at the end of his career kind of but he's helping flash mm-hmm. try to get back to the his timeline and stuff like that so uh it's pretty intricate like it's good bro it's mm-hmm. pretty good like it, it's definitely the first dc movie in a while where i was like Dang, I think this topped any Marvel movie I've seen for the Actually, last, like, two or three years. For maybe. sure. Yeah. Okay. Even yeah. Guardians? <laughs> Dude, it it, it, was it, it felt different. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. felt different than a Marvel movie. Like, it felt a little more, like, in the real world, I for guess. For sure. Yeah, we like, sh- yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it felt a little more, like, tied to, like, society and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it exactly. It wasn't
0: as much fantasy, but yeah. more so grounded to real world. Yeah,
1: and it felt like these... You really felt the life that these, uh, like Flash lives yeah. outside of being Flash. Like as For a sure. Hero, like you do get the idea of that in the Marvel movies, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a different layer to it. I liked it. I, there was like a different layer to it than I, I'm used to in superhero movies. So. Right. So yeah. what was. So what is the main threat really in this? Who's the main antagonist? Like what, what's the main threat? So there really. That's the interesting thing. It really isn't like a main threat. I want to say there's a main villain okay but the person that is in this timeline kind of uh the threat of ruining everything that he's trying mm. to get back to is um what's from the first superman what's his the villain's name from the first superman like he he's from i he he's like the main villain like uh it starts with a z i want to say okay let me look something it up. so like that. go ahead um but he's in this – so I'm pretty sure Superman had killed him back in, in the old other movie. In which, which one? Like like in the first su- – like Man of Steel. Man of Steel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say. So, but he's back now, and he's doing the same thing. That's another thing. There's a new Superman in this timeline. General Drew Zod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Zod. General Zod. Zod, right. Yeah. So okay. Zod's back in this movie, and okay. he's, like, again, trying to take over the world and find Superman – but he's not trying to find actual Superman. It's a, a girl in this universe that oh, is the okay. Superman. So okay. Superwoman, K- and yeah. uh, t- 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 saw these different <laughs> kind <laughs> of things that go mm-hmm. on, bro. So it was like as much as it sounds like there was a uh, ton of stuff going on. It uh, it tied well together, and I I definitely think it was a little more different of a superhero movie than I've seen in for a while. sure. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of like
0: interpersonal conflicts, mm-hmm. you know, conflicts with you know mentality, maybe even. Mm-hmm. So, what,
1: was there a lot of action? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the action's really cool, too. Like, it's, it, it's good, bro. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's good. It's the first DC movie I, I've been pretty excited for, honestly. Yeah. So, it is unfortunate it had to be, like, a, a superhero that they'll probably have to find a new actor for it at some point. You think so? That's what they've already started talking about. Yeah it was good though i'm yeah. excited where they're going with the dc
0: movies i think yeah with the whole universe i mean what what's coming next really i'm not very familiar with
1: the dc timeline as of right now i'm not either honestly you um, know yeah i don't know i don't really know that timeline just because i don't really keep up on it because yeah, i'm I mean never either. really super excited for their movies mm-hmm. but uh i don't know i'll start looking into them for sure <laughs> yeah so flash overall i mean yeah it, i was going to watch it. it yeah yeah definitely if you're a, a dc fan i think it's a one of the better installments in dc in a while that i've seen for sure so yeah Mm -hmm. definitely i was glad i saw it for sure yeah 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 but uh going into some uh other blockbuster movies, yeah, you think? a lot of blockbusters. So many blockbusters, I'm Dude, not gonna 2023 lie. has been a crazy blockbuster, they've, they've
0: been spending a lot of money, <laughs> a, lot <laughs> a lot of um, money, bro. But yeah, I mean, what else? Like Transformers, Transformers. we watched Transformers, uh, Rise of the Beasts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty excited just because I loved the original, uh, mm-hmm. Michael, Michael Bay, right? Yeah, was yeah, it? yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh. Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, you know, same with Wiki. You got Ma- yeah, Megan Fox and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So going into this film, I had the anticipation that it was hopefully going to be similar to those. Yeah. Um. It it really wasn't, in a sense. No, so no. I had my own gripes with it, but the story was cool. I really liked the main character. His mm-hmm. name was Noah, mm-hmm. right? Um, of Hispanic descent and stuff. So it's uh just the way he, kind of like his personality and the way it clashed, especially with like his little brother, kind of the little nuances with the humor and stuff, that was really cool. Yeah, they had a good dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um and then the way they introduced the the Transformers, because it's supposed to be a beasts. Right, you know Rise yeah. of the Beasts film did it feel like that to you
1: no not at all
0: right that's no. what I was thinking yeah so I I was expecting it to really be you know revolving around like Optimal Prime mm-hmm. right and kind of the you know the, the cast that he rolls with um it did start like that originally they yeah. were on their planet I kind of liked the opening yeah I did too and mm-hmm. I, I was you know thinking that's how it was going to continue throughout mm-hmm. but you know flash forward you know they travel to earth yeah and then next thing you know it's just another human interaction transformer film optimus prime bumblebee Mm -hmm. um you had uh who was uh pete davidson's uh autobot mirage mirage which uh he was quirky in his in his own way Mm -hmm. um i mean what what, would you think of the experience of this film i guess compared to the other ones did you have that kind of going into this
1: i didn't know what to expect really because i haven't seen a transformers movie since the third one Okay. They kind of started. I don't know. I after Shia Buff and Megan Fox weren't in them, I just wasn't yeah. like. I wasn't into them as much. What was that? Dark of the Moon, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that because it was, was
0: Revenge of the Fallen to mm-hmm. Dark of the Moon three, mm-hmm. and then it went like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> right. All of a and sudden. I've seen any of those ones. Okay. Like, or or were, Bumblebee. Okay. Which,
1: Rise of the Beast is connected to Bumblebee, correct? correct? Yes. So
0: Bumblebee was a prequel to this one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I didn't really have like expectations really because I hadn't seen them in so long. I just, I do remember liking the original ones Mm -hmm. a lot. Like when I was a kid, those were like probably one of the first new blockbuster movies that came out that I went and saw in theaters and I was like, oh man, this is pretty mesmerizing. Mm -hmm. Like the CGI of all the animation of transforming and stuff. It was pretty sick. It was like so sick. Um, so I was excited to just see that again, you know, Mm -hmm. and just, it had been so long since I'd seen that on the big screen, but it definitely feels a little more cartoony to me than I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, we were kind of mentioning this after we watched the movie that the transforming, like the, the, I guess the beauty of the transforming and like all the mechanics and all the gears Yep. And all the CGI that went into that, that made it so cool, I felt like, Mm -hmm. in the first few, Mm -hmm. you didn't really see in this one, like, an example when... Optimus Prime first transforms. He walks in front of a truck, and you see none of the transformation, and he just walks out the other side, no, all no, transforming. You're no, like, now he's robot. You're like, okay, yeah, <laughs>
0: like bro. Because I don't know if uh, you remember bro. in the first ever Shia LaBeouf film, you mm-hmm. had the helicopter who came in, mm-hmm. and they didn't know it was an, an unidentified helicopter that landed on a base, mm-hmm. and it started transforming. It was like a 30 second sequence of mm-hmm. all these moving parts, these contraptions, every single you know thing on the helicopter yeah. transforming into this robot. Dude, yeah. The like the detail that went into that is something I was hoping to see in this film, which again we really didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you know kind of drew me off a
1: little bit. Mm-hmm. But would you think of the cast? I liked Noah Diaz's character. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was a cool character. And like you said, his brother Savage. I, I, I kind of yeah, he was. <laughs> he was a good actor. Yeah, his brother, who was a really good actor. Yeah, um, but I liked. Uh, like so it's not really the dynamic you know um i don't i don't even remember what shia Bose character was name was what sam wiki? sam so sam mm-hmm. and bumblebee was kind of like the dynamic duo on those yeah. ones and now it's kind of like noah and mirage is kind of like the dynamic Correct. duo. so you kind of get to see how they're introduced in- to each other mm-hmm. and i did like that i like the difference in the stories of like he's trying to steal a car yeah that was cool i yeah, like that and he, like it happens to be a transformer yep. and like mirage happens to get a call at the same time mm-hmm. so it it were i, I like that i thought it flowed well and mm-hmm. there was a cool chase scene too where yeah you see noah like in the in the chair and he does like a full 360 like yeah. where mirage is transforming so it did have some details it mm-hmm. wasn't as detailed nearly as the other yeah. movies but there was still some stuff that was like you know crowd pleasing and stuff but yeah. um yeah i I like noah diaz's character yeah i I liked him absolutely um and you liked mirage i liked mirage yeah yeah. i
0: um at first i didn't know it was pete davidson i didn't either you know it come to find after (laughs) we watched the film i'm like that kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. there's times where it seemed as though his humor might have even been improv yeah there's sometimes i feel as though like he even caught himself saying like wow that was kind of cheesy like (laughs) the second he would say something you know so i feel like he definitely kind of inputted his own personality into it which is cool uh Optimus Prime was just Optimus Prime. Yeah, but at yeah. first he really wasn't siding with the humans,
1: you know. No, it was kind of a different Optimus cuz this when does this movie take place? So 90 something like yeah. early, late 90s. So this was before Shiloh Buff would have met Optimus Prime, right? Is that correct? <coughs> I think so. Yeah, okay. So cuz like Optimus Prime was a little more like uh you know, he's kind of like peace and love, like this almost like god-type figure yeah. kind of transformer. But in this one he was a little more like a I don't know, rough around the edges a little bit. Yeah, it seemed like he was nervous, didn't have the trust with the humans.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like the Optimus Prime we knew from, like, the Sam movies, but... It in like towards the end. He definitely kind of you know had yeah. a you know soft spy Kind of came to and mm-hmm. had some trust in the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the story, I mean, I don't know if I was too fascinated or too intrigued with kind of the plot of the film. There's this no. artifact that had the like a missing key. Yeah, that the it was, what were
1: the villains called? They were uh, not Decepticons. They no. Were, uh, I forget what they were called. Oh yeah, I he forget. He was a t- cool kinda cool villain though. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then you had this huge monster eating entity that's right, that yeah. was going to consume earth and stuff or wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. So um the plot was pretty much like a I don't know, maybe like a cat and mouse thing where, you know, they had this piece that's like, Well, we gotta go here and then, you know, they get followed and mm-hmm. um
1: I don't know, I just wasn't too interested with the story. It was pretty boring, it was they had half of the key and they needed yes, the other half. Exactly. And then the villains are following them as they try to find it, so yeah, it's easier for them to find it. For sure. Know? Like it's pretty basic. Uh, it's a pretty basic concept, and yeah, that's what kind of felt cartoony about it to me. Maybe mm-hmm. is that it didn't really. F- uh, other than like the visuals, some of the visuals were kind of cartoony, maybe yeah. too. But the story itself, I felt also was kind of cartoony just yeah. like it was so basic to me just like no absolutely you have half the key and you're trying to find the other half mm-hmm. and there's villains chasing you yeah the end the so, end so. um but
0: we're definitely going to get a continuation mm-hmm. of you know of this film because spo- spoiler alert you mm-hmm. know at the very ending we <laughs> yeah. find a reveal where yeah. noah goes uh, wh- where does he go to again he um or who does he get approached by this, like, general, Yeah. right, mm-hmm. come to find out he's working for the G.I. Joe, you know, kind of organization. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have a G.I. Joe and Transformers collaboration, you know, so now we have these two, like, toy brands coming mm-hmm. together to make this one full-fledged story which i was not
1: <laughs> expecting at all like no, that threw me off so no. much that like added to that cartoon effect bro, yeah. where i was like okay yeah these are <laughs> yeah. these have gone a different direction For than sure. i remember yeah.
0: um but there have been transformer gi joe collaborations in the past yeah there okay. have been back in like i think even in the 90s and stuff okay. like that like but the cartoons and correct stuff? Okay. yeah so I don't know where it's going to lead to. Yeah. You know, so now you have Bumblebee, you have this one, and now it's going to transition into, like, a G.I. Joe-Transformers mm-hmm. collaboration. <laughs> so I'm really curious to see what that looks like. Yeah, um,
1: And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like they're everyone's trying to have their own uh, multiverse or universe or whatever, and, like, where they can mm-hmm. bring all of their entities mm-hmm. to one big movie to make yeah. it, you know, kind of like just this conglomerate kind of thing where it's just... It's kind of become a become a a brand or not a brand, but a machine yeah. in a way a little bit.
0: So with Indiana Jones five, right? Something we've kind of talked about already a little bit, uh the anticipation for it. You're a huge indie fan. Yeah. Dude. You, know, yeah. you know, so you you know your stuff. Um we knew this one, you know, with with the release of this one, he's gonna be older. So we were kind of curious. We saw some CG, you know, mm-hmm. through the trailer. Um what what was it like? I mean, I, I know, like, you were mentioning we had a pr- prior conversation about, like, the first 20 minutes of the film compared to, like, the rest of the film and
1: stuff. Yeah, so yeah. So, what would you think So, overall? yeah, going into Indie, Anna Jones 5, Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. It, uh, I, I don't... I didn't have, like, crazy expectations, obviously. Okay. Harrison Ford is 80 years old Dude, now. I, that is still <laughs> so, crazy to me. So He's I, up there. I didn't expect him to be moving around much by any means or anything like that, but... They opened the movie pretty cool, though. Yep. They opened it with a CGI sequence of Harrison Ford younger, Indiana Jones young, a yep. young Indiana Jones mm-hmm. on a on a mission to get this treasure on a train full of Nazis, of course. Right. Um, yeah. And he's got a buddy on the train, too, that he's also trying to save, which ties into the rest of the film. Okay, This is his, a good buddy that he is also his buddy's daughter is Indiana Jones's goddaughter who plays a big role in Dial of Destiny. I see. So that kind of sets up the goddaughter thing throughout the film. Okay. But the sequence at the beginning, he's on this train trying to get this treasure, he's chased by all these Nazis. It's a really cool sequence. It really actually like I was like, "Dang, this is like bringing me back to like old Indiana Jones." Like the CGI looked good enough where it wasn't like distracting or anything you okay. could you could tell sometimes and it was kind of weird because it had harrison ford's like old voice yeah and, yeah. Like, so the older raspy yeah, voice Yeah, very raspy voice for yeah. a young looking indiana jones which was uh you could tell <laughs> but, do you think that was on purpose i'm sure they would have taken that into consideration right i thought they would have but when <laughs> i was watching it i was like i didn't feel like they did <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but uh so that was that was a little more distracting than the CGI to me, honestly, okay, the voice. Yeah. But the sequence was cool and it was a good sequence and it re- really did kind of bring me back to the old Indiana Jones mm-hmm. movies. Uh, and then from there that sets up that they have half this treasure okay, that, and uh, they need to go find this other half mm-hmm. later in the film. So flash forward from that sequence, Indiana Jones is eight years old. He's still a professor professor. He's about to retire and uh he's kind of just like he's kind of old like you know he lost his wife is uh not really talking to him they lost their son shiloh buff yeah died in war he went to uh so they kind of like a lot of things they set up in the fourth one um crystal skull Mm -hmm. they kind of like took back in this one just because it's been so much time since that one and Mm -hmm. they don't have shiloh buff anymore so it's uh it was good. Like I liked it, honestly, for, sure. for what it was. I had really low expectations, so I had fun with the movie. Okay, <laughs> and I thought his goddaughter. Um, I don't know the actress's name, but I thought she was fun, and she 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 was a fun character. She mm-hmm. wasn't like trying to befriend Indiana Jones, which I thought was gonna be like the story. She actually was like kind of had a little bit of animosity towards him interesting which i didn't expect yeah so that was kind of cool i thought that dynamic some people thought it was just kind of like i heard that it was like indiana jones being old and he just like his goddaughter's just kind of annoying him the whole time Mm. like he's it's just a grumpy indiana jones Mm -hmm. i didn't really get that vibe i thought i thought it was good enough honestly yeah um again though I don't know if it needed to happen necessarily like yeah. it's very similar to the transformer storyline oh, a blockbuster okay. storyline so in, in what way where you have half a treasure uh-huh. and then you have bad guys chasing you and they're just trying to chase you and wait till you find the other house so they can just take it from they just you just come in and swoop exactly yeah. same exact thing wow. so very reminiscent of the transformer storyline and so there's not a lot of beef to the story really, I for guess sure. a little bit more than transformers. Cause you know, there's his wife. That's kind of a storyline. Mm-hmm. There's like, more layers. For there's sure. more layers. And I think, I think it was pretty good. Um, I really like, had low expectations. So. <laughs> yeah. I <know. laughs> so I was Pretty satisfied, sure. but I know a lot of people are kind of just like, This didn't need to happen and I definitely see that side of it too. Yeah. I mean, Indiana Jones is a young, you know, adventurer mm-hmm. kinda persona. Yeah. So to see him like this it's different. So I'm, sure.
0: I'm curious now. It- for some reason i have an idea in my head that they're going to continue the indiana jones films but mm-hmm. now using his goddaughter yeah you know what i'm saying for some reason i'm getting that feel where it, it's going to be a spin-off same universe but now she takes you know the mantle mm-hmm. she takes the torch and she runs with it mm-hmm. um so she but she did a good performance yeah yeah so yeah. maybe she, she, does, she was good mm-hmm. and i
1: that's kind of the vibe i got from it was that she might take you know over the movies a little bit it mm-hmm. might be her mm-hmm. movies going forward for sure um and I went mine. She did a really good job. I, I actually really liked her in the movie. So. Okay, so, <laughs> so now updating your list on
0: Indiana Jones <laughs> rankings.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd say this one. I, I honestly would say this one is a little bit better than Crystal Skull to me. Okay, because I remember it's been a long time mm-hmm. since I've seen Crystal Skull. Yeah,
0: because I remember you, initially you put that at the very bottom. Yeah. Right. So. So now it goes Crystal Skull at the bottom. Dial of Destiny. Yeah. And then
1: from there. Then it would go. Uh, three one two okay so, yeah. yeah so the temple of doom obviously temple of doom uh iconic. raiders of the lost ark yep. and then uh last crusade crystal skull oh no no, no Di- sorry dial of destiny then crystal school
0: crystal skull. Skull. yeah sick bro sick. um how
1: how long was the movie anyway I'm, wasn't it like a longer uh, it had to run? be over two hours i would say yeah so another decently wrong long uh blockbuster yeah. run time it didn't feel too lengthy mm-hmm. um but yeah, I don't know. It mm-hmm. it was definitely another revamped mm-hmm. movie, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's like, and I heard it had a huge budget too and didn't do too too well at the blo- yeah. box office, which um, has kind of been the case with a lot of summer yeah. movies apparently this year. All right, so I got this article pulled up from Screen Rant and yeah. it has some like kind of interesting uh, facts and just, like, details about movies this year. Okay. On summer blockbusters, kind of flopping, big budget ones specifically.
0: It, what's crazy, before you finish that point, something we mentioned earlier, like, dude, there's a lot of movies coming dude, out this year. A blockbusters, lot. too. Oh, my
1: gosh. This has got to be, like, one of the in my remembrance this has got to be one of the most (laughs) jam-packed blockbuster it's heavy set right yeah seriously so a lot of blockbuster big budget films coming out and a lot of them not doing as well as the studios necessarily want them to at the yeah uh, at the box office apparently so from screen ran it says there have been many big movies flopping in 2023 but when looking at these films few can be deemed as injustices okay for example the Little Mermaid is another live-action remake of an animated classic from Disney Renaissance era, which some may see as unnecessary, or at least not a necessity to see in theaters. Fast X is the 11th movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, yeah. so viewers may feel like they need to have watched all previous films or might might have dropped interest somewhere along the way. Yep. Cur- currently, The Flash is a historic box office bomb but that can be explained by the behind the scenes controversy and bad cgi yeah okay is what their opinion is i didn't see that your opinion i didn't think the cgi was that bad but um and then continuing that it says the films that have turned out to be the most profitable in 2023 have for the most part actually deserved to be named box office successes okay again this is just opinions sure audiences have rewarded the original the original in Megan and Cocaine Bear, the fun films made for all ages, like Super Mario Bros. movie and the genuine, genuinely very good movies such as Puss in Boots 2. Okay. The box office this year has been unpredictable in many ways, but the best indicator of success appears to be in quality. And that's coming from Screen right. Ramp. Because prior to all
0: this, I had the idea that the most successful films mm-hmm. were ones that are already well-known. Sure. Either, either, you know... Uh, bringing back an old series going off of something that already exists like from a book or a tv show like you know names that are already known that audiences get you know can kind of connect to yeah make them want to go to the cinema to go watch Mm -hmm. but now based on this article and what we've been seeing it seems as though like originals are now kind of drawing in more audience than these huge blockbuster Mm -hmm. you know films yeah
1: why do you think that is
0: i honestly don't know yeah i seriously yeah i mean one thing that came to mind was like a lot of people maybe are just wanting to be more comfortable at home Uh and watch these on streaming platforms definitely yeah you know like every single thing has a streaming platform now disney plus Mm -hmm. paramount hbo you know who never like that's crazy
1: and a lot of these movies that come out in theaters come out on those streaming services a couple weeks later literally
0: like before you'd have to wait what two months and then it would come out on blu-ray dvd Mm -hmm. even three months later because they really wanted to prolong the length
1: of you know when the film was in theaters Mm -hmm. but now
0: like you're mentioning yeah two weeks in like
1: yeah because it's kind of like it feels like these blockbuster movies that you're used to like all these people are waiting used to wait in line to go see and stuff Mm -hmm. like that people are kind of comfortable waiting to see them on streaming now because it's like maybe it's just not worth paying the money to go see in theaters anymore yeah
0: i mean if you're paying what like let's say 20 bucks a month for like paramount Mm. you can just wait and you have access to all these things as opposed to a 15 16 dollar ticket at a theater you know
1: yeah and i think there is a to point out the quality Mm -hmm. aspect of Mm -hmm. it i mean you're not seeing original stuff all that much in theaters anymore and it's I like to reward the stuff that is original, personally, because there's just like, I mean, for example, Indiana Jones, those came out in the 80s, bro. (laughs) Like, the first ones came out in the 80s, I want to say, so it's kind of like, we're still going back to Indiana Jones, like, we don't have any new adventurers to tell stories about, we don't have any new stories, like, any new characters, like, uh, the original content feels like it all came from, like, the 70s and 80s, and we're still just like squeezing as much out of those as we can instead of just taking the time to make new stories absolutely yeah
0: yeah absolutely and so like with rewarding new fresh creative ideas i feel like after this summer based on all these numbers i think that'll shift now i feel like those you know known ips will kind of fade away maybe go straight to platform Mm -hmm. and then hopefully these newer you know brand new stories for example like oppenheimer stuff like that will you know mm-hmm. kind of get more
1: of the traction
0: mm-hmm. yeah because
1: so. i mean it, it, what they're saying is like the money putting more money into a movie doesn't mean it's going to make you more money no, anymore exactly like you put in
0: 550 mil on a budget and you only make let's say 700 mil is it even really worth it right afterwards because yeah. how much are they profiting what's the net i mean profit you look at, at the margins right y- like, that's what i'm
1: saying yeah it's impressive they're putting all this money into a movie mm-hmm. but if it's like if you can make more money putting you know a couple million into a movie and then it does you know a hundred million exactly a, you know that's way that's how i would like to do i I'd, I'd rather do it like yeah. that sounds less stressful too
0: yeah so quick uh economy lesson for you guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but no it is it's a valid point point. and no, like yeah. we were mentioning huge year for blockbusters and we're not even done yet we're only halfway through the year and we have a crazy amount of stuff coming up yeah. that we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll talk a lot about. of the
1: middle of the summer has been revamped stuff. For it sure. looks, seems like a more original stuff is coming on these later yeah. these later months, which yeah. is cool to see. So,
0: I mean, yeah, I'm I'm still going to go watch these, you know, films. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, I I don't really like to watch them on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. I do prefer to go to the theaters. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, the stuff that I do prefer to watch on the streaming services would be like, I don't know, anime or like, you know, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Demon Slayer, yeah, which sure. I really want to talk about. We yeah. we just finished a couple weeks ago. Uh, season 3 yep. of Demon Slayer, if you guys haven't been caught up, it's a, a brand new arc. It's the for Swords, Swordsmith Village arc. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, that one's um, hard. <laughs> yeah. But it, it literally takes place like at right after this the second arc where they were in the entertainment district which was a phenomenal oh, yeah. season so season so two good. was amazing it probably is in my opinion we'll rank them later but that one's really good mm-hmm. um season three however there is what i've been reading online too which i kind of can agree with my opinion is uh, there's a lot of controversy in terms of, you know, the quality and story has maybe dropped a little. I don't know if that's because they're trying to rush, you know, everything into these season seasons because the mm-hmm. manga is over. Yeah. OK, yeah. Mm-hmm. so th- oh, is it? The manga is over. Yeah. Finished. So Demon Slayer has ended. Gotcha. So those okay. who have read the manga know what happens. So I don't know if it's, you know, pacing issue, mm-hmm. but the season three seemed to really fall A little bit in terms of quality story-wise the the production and you know uh visuals were amazing Mm -hmm. right but as you know when we were watching this tanjiro Mm -hmm. beloved tanjiro shows up to the village where they actually make the swords Mm -hmm. right um and he's accompanied by his sister yeah tanjiro notorious for breaking his swords he's very notorious (laughs) so now he actually goes he can now have the ability to go meet the people that make his swords because he Mm -hmm. breaks them so much but, I mean, we're introduced to a lot in the season, and a lot happens. So, real quick, what what's the this season about? Like, what's going on?
1: Well, so, so this goes right from the second season, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Tanji- Tanjiro, he's in recovery. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, he, there's always a recovery stage after yeah. his last fight and stuff like up. that. Yeah, they Which get I'm beat
0: sur- up. I'm surprised he survived. Yeah, like. seriously. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. Seriously. But, um, yeah, going into this one, he's in recovery mode, you know, kind of like, uh his wounds you know mm-hmm. mending his wounds and stuff but it, what how, how did it like introduce the villains into this i'm trying to think back to how oh, how did like the demons kind of get right because the first episode was really telling of this season. it was
0: insane so it basically started with a meeting that moves the main demon mm-hmm. has with his upper ranked means mm-hmm. right which is
1: the first time we've seen all the upper ranks Correct. together. you mm-hmm. see
0: You see one, two, three, Mm -hmm. four, and five. Because six died in season two, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Guterra, I think it was the siblings. Mm -hmm. So they died. They were great. They Uh, were amazing, by by the way, and their backstories. Yeah. Innocent. oh man it, it their backstories TV.
1: are so like
0: heartstring right fallen. which is an issue we had with the demons season in the three system, yeah which we'll get to but mm-hmm. yeah so they're in this meeting and mm-hmm. muzan is pissed off he is upset because he created these demons mm-hmm. in order for them to go find the special flower that can grant him um kind of uh powers to you know suppress the sun and, and be actually able to go out in in the daytime Yeah. because you know the second they touch the sun they disintegrate mm-hmm. they die so he assembles this group of upper ranked demons to you know carry out the mission all yep. right, we got to go find this flower mm-hmm. right so again we finally get to meet the upper rank one which looks like a badass yeah, we don't yeah. really get to see him much doesn't have much screen
1: time no the, but uh, there is a resemblance a little bit to <laughs> a, a, yeah. a very main character that we know and yeah. love he looks like tanjiro yeah that's all i gotta say <laughs> um and then we meet upper rank two
0: which was the former upper rank six he's the yeah. one who gave the powers to the siblings that we saw in season two who okay. is that the did upper rank two remember okay. the guy with the gray hair gotcha. kind cool he gave design. the
1: powers to the siblings correct
0: gotcha okay. but now come to find he is he's got he's been promoted so he must be strong
1: yeah, yeah right
0: yeah. and then akaza number three mm-hmm. who killed our boy ringoku <laughs> rest in peace but you know and then we have upper ranked four which is kind of this like weird timid like he's That's very right, yeah. scared and shy and it seems like how yeah. is this guy powerful he has this like huge like what do you I don't know it's like a war like but a it's like an extra or, head growing yeah, out of looks like a big boil
1: or something Yeah you know what yeah I mean? there you go yeah
0: So you have that guy which again I questioned his powers I'm like There's, how is you know this guy strong mm-hmm. and then we have upper rank 5 which is a guy in a vase who mm-hmm. is very um how would you describe uh, him, he's kind of like,
1: like a genie a little bit right kind of resembles a genie and has like a bunch of arms got mouths for eyes yeah 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 kind of crazy design he had a cool design for he sure. did yeah and he was super interested and like fascinated by art everything yeah. he
0: did he considered art and like yes. art's beautiful death is art like you yeah know, right which yeah. It, it is still gruesome this uh, this season is still gruesome yeah you know yeah. it's no still doubt. very gory violent which mm-hmm. i love um but Getting into the, you know, the demons, a huge part of the story is, in my opinion, there was a huge lack of development for oh, these demons. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, We get introduced to two demons. Again, uh, five and four were in this season. um, And it seemed like they just got killed off almost way too easily yeah way too
1: easily for sure yeah but yeah also really fast it seemed like too yeah not a lot of character development i I didn't feel like i got to know them exactly like we were talking about the siblings uh Mm -hmm. upper rank six Mm -hmm. right um Mm -hmm. they they had a really good arc throughout the whole season and season two where you kind of like saw their animosity towards each other you saw them fighting you saw how they interact with each other and you saw why that all is come together at the end. And, like, it was kind of, like, this beautiful moment at Most the end definitely. of season two. And then season three, you know, you go from that. And then season three, I felt like I didn't get any backstory of Upper ranks uh 5. five the base. The base um, demon. And then Upper Rank 4, we got a little bit. To a tiny bit. A tiny bit to his backstory. But it wasn't anything to, like, feel bad for the guy, no. you know? It just kind of added to him being a bad guy you know yeah. it didn't really give him any uh you know redeeming qualities no absolutely so and- yeah yeah i don't know it it felt a little it definitely fell off in that aspect for yeah. me yeah i feel mm-hmm. like i was
0: robbed yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah because the beautiful thing about this show is as gory as violent as it is it does promote this idea that all these villains are really just tragedies because they were once humans who exactly. have had really bad you know lives mm-hmm. they've lived terrible lives either poverty violence you know drugs gangs and like their only way out really was to become demons mm-hmm. right so as you see tanjiro kind of exterminate these demons you really see the backstory and you, you really connect to these demons like dude you yeah. guys were humans and right. tanjiro sees that too and he like apologizes killing them too there's points where he's like i'm so sorry mm-hmm. like i wish this could be different and that really touches you there's that emotional core right mm-hmm.
1: but, so where was that <laughs> it was gone bro it literally wasn't there which there, you have two demons yeah and like these are both upper rank demons so yes. they're like the most powerful the most powerful you want to know about these people because mm-hmm. they're just the you know they're the main demons. so yeah. you want to know as much as you can about them yeah. and that the demon backstories to me always kind of hit the hardest because they're so you know traumatic and just they really all these humans have had like really upsetting lives you know so it always hits a little bit mm-hmm. like pretty hard when they die mm-hmm. but these ones it was like in one ear out the other kind of thing with them it seemed like very uh not rememberable to me not
0: rememberable and another thing is why do they seem so weak right yeah Mm -hmm. so like we get introduced to two new hashiras right Mm -hmm. so we get muichiro Mm -hmm. which is the mist hashira yep and then we get the love hashira which uh
1: i can look up her name yeah look look
0: her up yeah so we get introduced to both of these new hashiras and initially um it just what i'm curious about is the ranking of the actual hashiras we haven't really seen that i'm sure there is a rank who's the like the weakest and who's the strongest hashira Mm -hmm. but it definitely made it seem they made the point you know where both muichiro and then the love hashira are definitely stronger than like let's say tengen Mm -hmm. or rengoku because there's something interesting that happens to to these two hashiras in the form of uh kind of a mark Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so muichiro gets this like cool mark like kind of like fangs kind of yeah which significantly boosts his power Mm -hmm. whether it be his breathing technique or his physical prowess or whatever movement stuff like that and same with um did you see get her name uh yeah it's um mitsuri mitsuri yeah okay mitsuri Mm -hmm. so and then she also gets a mark Mm -hmm. right so these marks that haven't really been explained yet which is also similar to tanjiro's mark that you can kind of see grow sometimes when Mm -hmm. he's in battle yeah really adds this level of you know kind of power yeah right so Kinda mystery too and, correct yeah because we don't know what you know they can be about is mm-hmm. it something you gain Is right. something that is you know worked upon but so these two hashiras go and it seems like defeat these demons super easily there was a point where the miss hashira was trapped in this bubble yeah he was fighting the vase guy mm-hmm. upper five and it seemed like maybe he was gonna die yeah you know the, he had spikes through him he was losing his breath mm-hmm. and then eventually there's that little kid who like grants which is a super cool scene he grants his good. breath yeah. to him so he can get that extra little boost that, that was, was super sick that was cool mm-hmm. um and then it kills him yep <laughs> it seemed immediately. like immediately immediately it uh, like the the upper five like transformed into this weird snake slimy creature yeah but it doesn't matter because he dies mm-hmm. immediately
1: like yeah so the action i feel like the action did kind of fall off maybe a little bit maybe a little maybe a little bit yeah yeah Um, and
0: then the upper ranked four it seems like uh, mitsuri just again with her cool little baton sword which
1: was a cool design it was yeah
0: and she seems super strong in herself you i mean we see her backstory too we see both her backstories which we'll touch upon but yeah she kills him off too Immediately, yeah um it,
1: the stakes bro the stakes just yeah. didn't feel like they were there as much not, like, not really like you really had like an all is lost feeling mm-hmm. in season two, I never Cute. really felt that I did feel that at some point in season three, but it felt super phoned into me, which we yeah. talked about yeah yeah, in yeah a little bit but um yeah there there was a it didn't hit as hard for me definitely, no,
0: not really um and and for me like uh I a whole, the, the point where I felt like all was lost mm-hmm. was spoilers. I, I mean, this whole thing has been kind yeah, of spoiled yeah, yeah. a little <laughs> bit already. But towards the very end with Nezuko, yeah. where the sun is finally coming up, it's sunrise, you know, uh, the other demon hasn't been killed yet, the, mm-hmm. the shy one, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Tanjiro has to make a decision. Do I go over to my sister who's exposed out in the area, no shade? Or do I go and stop this demon who's on his last breath, but is about to kill these kids? Yeah. You know, there was kind of that decision, which I did like. Yeah. I did find that cool. Um, but then he sacrifice like his sister sacrifices herself by it, like, because he does run over to Nezuko. Yeah. You know, kicks him to off. To protect her. And he's like, yeah. all right, I got to do this. He's crying. But then what happens? Uh <laughs>
1: Nezuko is immune to the sunlight. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah.
0: Which I get it. However, just the way they presented it, it feels it felt so phoned in. It felt cheap, yeah you know? Like
1: Dude, that whole sequence when uh Tanjiro has to make that decision yeah. to to either save Nezuko from the sunlight or to save some of these civilians that are getting chased by the demon. I'm just like, why are we here in this situation? Yeah. It felt so like I don't want to say it felt stupid, but it almost felt stupid to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I'm like, why is... Like, Nezuko knows not to be in the light, one thing. Yeah. Uh, Two, like... It's just, like, everything, like, just kind of... There's all these people sitting at the top of the mountain that could mm-hmm. help him out. Where's mm-hmm. Love Hashira? Where's yeah. Miss Hashira? So sure. it's kind of like... I don't know. That, that last, like, little, like, reach to have, like, this tension mm-hmm. and, like, this, like, all this lost kind of, like, mm-hmm. feeling just felt so, like it didn't build up to that ever. And you knew what was going to happen because Nezuko hadn't been in the season much like that season. So you sure you mm-hmm. can't, at least me, I had this idea mm-hmm. that Nezuko wasn't going to die. Okay. I yeah. didn't know how, but it was, mm-hmm. and then come and find out like no one really understands how it just happened. Oh my God, she's alive. Yeah. Right? I love that. Thank you. Oh my God. Like they yeah. were like celebrating and stuff. So, and then Nezuko ended up like even
0: speaking a little. Oh it's yeah. So like she kind of gained some of her more human, you know, uh, I guess, personality Mm -hmm. um but again as much as i hated that i it makes sense because it now sets up to what muzan is trying to go to we now finally get to see a little of his backstory and his motives right Mm -hmm. muzan wants to be immune to the sun and now he sees that and he ref- he uh what refers to her as like the one who is immune or something like now he knows i don't need these other demons yeah, yeah. i don't need these upper ranks i know who's immune and i'm gonna right. go get her yeah so i get it
1: yeah i get I it understand too. and i think after i after we like finished watching it like not in the moment anymore mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of demon slayer mm-hmm. i like see where it all fit mm-hmm. i think it was the pr- presentation that kind of was not my favorite but could be i see in the grand scheme of the story how Mm -hmm. it all ties together and i like where it's going Mm -hmm. but yeah maybe the presentation of it was just a little uh forced for me exactly
0: so yeah a lot of new characters were introduced um again so we saw the new demons Mm -hmm. we saw two new hashiras we get to see a little bit more of genya i think was the other guy because keep in mind we didn't see zenitsu or inosuke yeah they were absent yeah which i was i was like what i I actually was kind of you know baffled yeah yeah, yeah. you know they're also main characters for sure but i'm sure they'll have their own arc yeah Mm -hmm. but in place of them we get genya Mm -hmm. which now we're presented with another element he seems to have these demon powers right where he kind of can regenerate Mm -hmm. we see him get shot or like holes blown through him and like swiss cheese and he's good yeah he's i ate that it's all good (laughs) you know what i mean so and it seems like he can eat demons and kind of gain their power yeah so now we're introduced to these new characters with which adds more layers so i'm, I'm i am very in, like interested to Same. find out more about them
1: he seems like he could be one of my favorite oh characters, yeah honestly, and yeah. his
0: brother is the hashira
1: that's right yeah, yeah his
0: brother is the hashira who actually stabbed nezuko in season oh, one yeah. through the box mm-hmm. like oh he sensed the demon and he just starts going at it you know mean dude so, yeah so I'm, I'm curious to see the relationship between those two brothers mm-hmm. that'll be cool um and uh we got introduced to uh the uh what was it tanjiro's main swordsmith that super buff <laughs> yeah. dude dude he's jacked he's jacked bro. <laughs> and there's a point where in the plot they find the super old ancient um sword mm-hmm. that was used in the back i forgot the periods you know in japan yeah, yeah but yeah. it was
1: in one of the older periods in That's japan right. yeah
0: and now this guy's going ham on trying to restore <laughs> it right yeah. so he's like just Focused uh, yeah. in and He's then,
1: literally if People are like Beating him up And he has yeah. like No regard for them He's just
0: no. so focused The demon like Upper five Even starts getting pissed Like bro Focus on me dude He starts slashing <laughs> yeah. him He's bleeding But he's still going ham At this sword. So that was funny that I was. will admit The comedy was It was still there Oh yeah, yeah. So It was fun
1: uh-huh. um, You know So as much You know Gripe as we had with it It was a yeah. fun
0: Entertaining season
1: No it's not like It definitely was still good I mean demon slayer Is always gonna be good I think yeah, It's just sure in relation to the other stuff maybe wasn't my favorite season mm-hmm. i still loved it though i still yeah. liked it a lot though for so sure.
0: i definitely rank season two
1: at the top then mm-hmm. season one and then season three yeah i'd say i say i have to put season two at top too uh like um season one though you got it like the world building of season one is pretty insane it like, is insane absolutely it's pretty insane yeah. so gotta give it credit for that but season two yeah it gets deep and se- it gets a little like it gets goes the extra step you know in yeah. season two for sure. and
0: so now i'm excited because i've talked to people w- without having them spoil stuff um they all mention like oh just wait like you thought season three was mid which they also agree with they're like just wait until season four comes out mm-hmm. there's like crazy stuff that okay, happens yeah. like there's so much
1: like i'm just excited uh, but now we gotta wait like what two years <laughs> maybe I <laughs> know. Oh, uh, yeah it's worth it for those though Like I, it's hard because you kind of like forget a little bit yeah. not forget but like lose some details but yeah yeah they're still they're so good they're so yeah good. so i'm
0: excited for that to come out i mean there's a lot of other stuff that'll yeah. come out there's a bunch of trailers that have come out mm-hmm. i um,
1: know you've been watching like uh like some other animes. There's been a lot of stuff
0: coming out. You know, obviously Demon Slayer ended, you know, mm-hmm. which is kinda sad, so we're gonna have to wait a while. But what I'm super excited about, something that can keep me entertained while we wait, mm-hmm. something you need to check out, which For I really sure. hope you do, yeah. uh Jujutsu Kaisen. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's it's uh definitely a newer anime. Season one came out I wanna say like two years ago, maybe. Okay. Something like that. And then after that they came out with a movie, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is a prequel to okay. season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um so season two just came out, I think after as of this recording it's on like episode two so it's oh. kind of coming out weekly okay so and it's in it's, the middle of it right and it's supposed to be like a kind of like a two arc combination so it's not like one arc and then season ends it's going to mm-hmm. be two separate arcs so it's going to span a couple months oh, okay. in terms of release it's going to be a
1: long season
0: P- pretty much yeah think yeah, about yeah. it as like maybe two seasons in one kind of okay you know what i'm saying that's cool so yeah. I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen, for those who don't know, maybe I can give you a little backstory. So in this universe, in this world, um, there's a lot of negative energy. You know, like people have negative thoughts about like death or love or financial crisis, stuff that makes you feel negative and stuff. Okay. And that, that's like negative energy. Okay. They call it cursed energy. Okay. And this cursed energy, for example, like in hospitals, there's a lot of death. In school, there's a lot of stress, stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. This negative energy, this cursed energy, then transforms into like physical monsters, like actual beings, you know? Yeah. And depending on the energy, the negativity, it can either be weak, small little monsters. So, like, I forgot what the grading is or it could be super special grade cursed energy where it's like like it could wipe out nations Dang. you know what i'm saying yeah that's so, a cool concept exactly so now you have these sorcerers they're called jujutsu sorcerers and they're they're basically trained to exercise like exorcisms okay they're, they're trained to exercise these cursed energies so you have to go to high school for it it's called jujutsu high school and Okay, it's in tokyo there's another high school there's two like two high schools that train these students uh-huh. and it's like a tough job like you have to train to you know get proficient in exercising and it's super insane yeah right so um I don't know. I don't want to go into too much into it without spoiling. So how do you get picked to
1: be one of these exercisers or uh, to do these exorcisms, or do you get signed
0: up to be right? So in this world, not too many people can see these curses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain people uh, who can actually physically see the curses. And so these people who, who can see them and stuff, they like either get recruited or they get kind of like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a, uh, like a reference like you should come over and and train and stuff so only special people can see them correct and those special people train to really hone their power okay you know what i'm saying like regular day people can't see it so for example let's say you're getting a coffee and then you die (laughs) like you get your like like throat sliced Uh no one can see what happened no person just just dies and they're like oh my god yeah literally
1: that's what these entities do
0: yeah so they're invisible to like so you know, they'll kill people oh yeah they'll yeah, kill yeah, people that, yeah. destroy
1: towns and stuff exactly but it's just like invisible forces to a lot of people like yeah, just exactly like, yeah okay. most
0: people cannot see it, like the public you know
1: okay and that's so
0: okay. um so yeah you go to this high school to hone your powers and stuff and so the main character his name's itadori mm-hmm. he's got like this cool like you know kind of fade on the sides of the pink <laughs> hair super cool design yeah um he's just an ordinary high schooler yeah you know he, he's just doing his thing he has like crazy physical abilities like he's a great runner he's good at sports he just has like the one up on every other student okay yeah and um there's a situation uh i don't know if should i go into
1: it just know. a little bit is it spoiler there's, a situ- related?
0: Yeah, there's a situation where he gets called up to now go into this high school because he is pretty much the main focus now okay of trying to stop one of the most crazy like deadly curses known to man something that predates even almost everyone in that high school even the principal like the elders so there's like this curse that's an ancient curse you know and it seems like he's the only one who can stop it dang so now he's training at this high school kind of introduced to all these other students which the characters are crazy bro like they're so dope they all have their own separate powers and and it you know there's enough there to where everyone is so specific and it seems like there's just so much depth to the power scaling
1: powers like related to exorcisms
0: Right, so basically, their powers are used to exercise these demons to okay. kill them off. Okay, so they okay. disintegrate; they're no longer there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everyone has different abilities to do so. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And that's
1: how. So the battles that go down are they like mm-hmm. actually battles or like it's yes. like battles? Dude, it's crazy. So the exorcisms are like battles, kind of. Yes, yeah, okay. you're literally
0: fighting these monsters demons. and like, all these different demons think about it like kind of like demon slayer yeah for example you know how like in season one there's all those different demons they had different powers they look different different physical bodies mm-hmm. kind of like that okay, okay basically and they all have yeah different powers whatever Gotcha. and like the super special grade ones that take like a super strong person to kill them off they are like insane They're, they can literally like i said wipe out a nation mm-hmm. that's how crazy they are
1: so what kind of threat does this almighty being that he, the main character is trying to fight what kind of powers does he entail well, what makes him different?
0: Basically, um, if he were to actually come to life, let's say, mm-hmm. right, and be like in its full form, there is only one person who can stop him, mm-hmm. and even then, they don't know. Like, it's not explained whether this person can actually stop him or not. Okay. So what they're trying to do is use the main character Itadori uh-huh. to kind of solve that issue without spoiling he's trying to solve that issue of okay defeating him once and for all
1: and this guy has the ability to like destroy the world basically kind of thing. It, it seems
0: like it that's what yeah. they're kind of building up to you know gotcha so there's a lot of world building in this one um it's just you gotta watch it that's dope, and like i said dude. season two cool. yeah. yeah so season two just came out and what's cool about season two is it's also kind of a prequel to season one oh, okay. where now it's like so you have like the masters or the teachers mm-hmm. well now season two is like getting a glimpse of how the teachers were when they were students oh okay which is super sick that's cool so yeah. you get to see kind of their life um the, their fellow classmates the main teacher you get to see his classmates that's so which dude. is cool i
1: love backstory dude, dude yes yeah so. yeah
0: so the world building it's so crazy how they're they're doing the thing where they start with present time now they're going back Is it cool
1: how they do it how they're doing it? Like Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. And it works. It works. So it's
0: definitely gonna like um definitely add pieces to like, for example, once you watch season two, I feel like you're gonna be able to go back to season one and be like, okay, this makes much more sense as to why they're here, why this is you know the way it is. That's cool. I
1: love when pieces start like kind of fitting together just by getting backstory, you know? Exactly. And not when this backstory that's just like (laughs) explained in a monologue or something, you know. And so Jujutsu
0: Kaiser now is doing just a great job at, at, at dope, the storytelling dude. aspect again the visuals is sick like i would i wouldn't put it up there with demon slayer but it's definitely like a notch down so uh-huh. it's still amazing that's what's so up. yeah the animation uh i think Mappa is animating this one so you definitely got to check dude, it out I'll the, definitely the have to fight check scenes it out. are insane the action's crazy oh, yeah, and dude. the main character well the main teacher his name's gojo the dude's the different bro yeah he's just built different bro he's definitely up there in like favorite characters so far ever in anime out of any anime he's just different that's cool
1: if you have an anime that has one of those characters yeah then they're doing a solid yeah, job. yeah he's like the guy yeah you know what i'm saying he's, so he is him he's him, him and the... yeah yeah he's got dogs in him. <laughs> that's what's up watch some
0: trailers yeah let's watch some trailers we'll All be right. back you see i'm something of a magician inventor and chocolate maker. indiana jones so quiet up and listen down <laughs> nope scratch that reverse it
1: Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed.
0: It's you, Willy. Huh.
1: Huh? Huh. A double You Get a pencil paper? Uh-huh. I got an idea. Ladies and gentlemen of the Gallery Gourmet! My name is Willy
0: Wonka. Mark my words. This is gonna be the greatest chocolate shop
1: World has ever seen. Oh, I don't think I want to hear that. Too late. I started dancing now. Once we've started, we can't stop. All right, Wonka.
0: Willy Wonka. Yep. And now,
1: played by Bar- Timothy Chalamet. Your boy, your Tim- boy Timothy. Timothy.
0: Timbo. Um, how Wonka became to be.
1: Yeah That's yeah. okay Origin story
0: I kind of like it
1: I don't mind it Yeah, yeah. He, he, What do you mean you don't mind it? I don't know <laughs> I thought it was going to be dumb <laughs> Okay <laughs> Like making another <laughs> Willy Wonka movie Yeah like, but
0: origin story
1: But origin story I Yeah I mean it's Different mm-hmm. Like I thought it was going to be Kind of the same thing We've seen mm-hmm. From you know Johnny Depp mm-hmm. And um, Who plays the first one Is <sighs> is it Gene Is it Gene something? Let me look it up Because that's very important Rest that in peace is, Yeah I want to say it's uh, Gene something, but yeah, played by Timothy Chalamet in this version called Wonka coming out 2023 on Christmas. It gave me really a lot of Christmas vibes, honestly. Yeah,
0: I was actually going to say the same thing. This will probably be a good Christmas film.
1: Yeah, it kind of like, it really reminded me of Willy Wonka meets like Polar Express kind of vibe. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's Um, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah, rest in peace Gene Wilder. So Mm -hmm. Gene Wilder, the original, then... Johnny, johnny depp, depp yeah. and then we got timothy chalamet who to me it kind of does seem like he captures the essence of willy wonka a younger willy wonka yeah 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 you know,
0: not established yet yeah he wants to perfect his chocolate recipe infused with magic mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. which will change the world
1: yeah yeah so i mean I, it it uh it looked a lot better than i expected it to yeah and it kind of like honestly looks It looks all right. You have no reason to hate on on the boy now. (laughs) I know I I hate (laughs) Timothy Chalamet, but I I think he's a decent actor. He gets big roles though, like a lot of big roles. So um, he, he's a he's a he's an actor he, he's a worker though he i've seen him take some hits on sets and stuff dude did you see I that I got respect for the boy what
0: was it where he got hit with that camera yeah as he was walking out there filming i forget Francis.
1: what set that was on but that man took a hit bro so i got and he didn't like make a big uh, nah, he he fuss about it he ate it he so it i got respect for timothy for sure yeah
0: so in this film we're going to see the origins of willy wonka Right, we're going to see uh, the motivations he has, which kind of seemed like through his mom, mm-hmm. maybe like a promise he made or, or whatever motivation he has there. Uh, we see the introductions of the Oompa Loompas, yep. maybe where they came from, how they came to be. Mm-hmm. It seems like we saw in the trailer he was kind of in like a little capsule. Yeah, I don't know what that's about.
1: Do you remember the origin story in the Johnny Depp version of how he found the Oompa Loompas? How was it? Did he like traveled to some jungle, like okay. super like excluded, and mm-hmm. was like. He was living with them for, like, years and eating their stuff. It it was kind of a funny, like, okay, it was kind of funny. But, yeah, yeah, it looks like they might go a different way with the Oompa Loompas in this one.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll we'll see how when he opens his first chocolate shop, Mm -hmm. right, which then will lead into hopefully maybe future installments where we see the full-fledged factory of, you know... He yep. gives out the golden tickets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm I'm actually kinda excited. Yeah. I'm not gonna I, lie.
1: Yeah, I kinda like I kinda like where they're going with it. I uh, I like the vibe from that trailer mm-hmm. for sure. Very so. Christmassy, yeah. For sure. mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, you got some hot chocolate, grab your your loved one and yeah, and watch some Wonka. Watch Wonka. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. I'm excited for this one. Cool.
1: Apple? Oh wow, Apple makes no doubt you're seeing the chaos in the streets. We must make an example, Our France will fall. I promise you, go, go ahead, successes. Oh, wow, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. That's big. I let the French victory you too know? long. What is your name? Napoleon. Has the course of my life just changed.
0: This vermin has held the world hostage with his egotism and his lack of simple good manners. All Europe is
1: uniting forces against me.
0: What's the outcome of this if you don't succeed? majesty we are
1: discovered good i'm the first to admit when i make a mistake i simply never do
0: thanksgiving wow okay dang another holiday film real quick my question is well it's not a really a question just more of a comment this is basically just joker if he was french <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no, I'm just playing. wow okay so napoleon Ugh. famous you know napoleon bonaparte i think that's how you pronounce it yeah, bonaparte, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh you know late 1700s timepiece um i'm curious to see how historically accurate this will be
1: you already know more than i know right well <laughs> i
0: i i wish my boy connor was here to give give the history lesson he, sure. he's really good
1: with that yeah
0: um but yeah I just cinematically what would, would you think it looks beautiful that, dude. Looks that crazy looks, it
1: looks like a good well shot movie like I, I hadn't seen any of the trailer before this and it looked really good to me it looked and, intense it looked, yeah yeah and looked, directed by who ridley scott that's dude. crazy yeah i, I did not know that i didn't realize so yeah i'm excited yeah <laughs> that so, got me pretty hyped for that movie honestly
0: right so now you got napoleon leader of the french army you know french uh just empire, yeah. Um, taking on kind of his quest for total world conquest, really. starting yeah. in Europe, uh, we saw shots of him in Egypt, yeah, literally
1: launching cannons I know, at the that, pyramids. I wonder if that actually happened. That's crazy. I, I can't say, yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Either. I don't know. It's been so long. That's um, crazy
1: visuals, though.
0: That was insane, yeah. So, I'm really excited. This just looks like such a dark and grim film, mm-hmm. feels like very, like, raw you know yeah
1: kind of Oppenheimer 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 like feels Mm kind of a little bit yeah like uh just dread Mm -hmm. a
0: little bit yeah kind of and you got Joaquin Phoenix
1: yeah Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon Bonaparte so that should be that's crazy and it's
0: (laughs) releasing Thanksgiving
1: yeah I know huh that's kind of interesting yeah yeah
0: I I don't know what the connection is there I don't know either
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know either that was kind of interesting to release on thanksgiving but uh yeah either way looks pretty intense and good like yeah i'm kind of excited to see that one the the cinematography looked insane on that
0: yeah but it said apple film like
1: apple is now
0: like starting to fund films and yeah they've made
1: some movies like have they they had a movie i mean they've had quite a few movies i remember an 824 documentary that they were a part of okay um but i don't know how they're if they produce them or if they market them i don't know what yeah. they're cuz it also says sony sony well, i don't know oh, if that's
0: – uh, mm, i don't know maybe that's just i don't know i don't know <laughs> sony picture entertainments which is the channel we watched
1: it from but yeah.
0: and then paramount right yeah
1: so lots going on but but yeah. it looks like it's going to be a good movie like it looks intense and it, this, yeah. like walking phoenix says that's a good good Cast, right oh, yeah, there that's. For I sure. guess that's
0: a good Napoleon. I don't know who else would no. <laughs> play
1: Napoleon, uh-uh, literally, you know, like the thumbnail makes it look like he is Napoleon, so he is Napoleon <laughs> and he
0: takes over the throne, yeah. um, you know, by force. He's a tyrant, but I guess the French people loved
1: him, yeah. Looks dark, looks kind of like grim, yeah, looks good to me. Yeah. I like I, I, that got me pretty hyped for that movie, yeah. I, that, I think I'm, a, I'm definitely gonna have to watch this
0: one, yeah, definitely. I'm excited for, for sure. that one for sure. 20 years ago.
1: The world fell to shit. Like me, delivering cargo from one walled city to another. And that's where the cars and guns come in. Give me the package, no man! Huh? Welcome to New San Francisco. I want to hire you. Pick up a package, bring it back. I can make your every wish come true. So, John.
0: All right, Evelyn, let's deliver this package. Oh.
1: It's rude not to introduce yourself before pulling a gun on someone. Oh, this is rude! Earth. I have no idea what's out east. Even the people trying to bring the law back are dangerous. This is our land. These are our roads. And they're gonna have to go through Vegas. I've never seen anyone cut
0: off a human head and catch it as good as that.
1: <laughs> this never happened to me before. Really? Yeah. oh man <laughs> <laughs> okay okay twisted metal twisted metal so it, it's
0: peacock original show series yep. yep okay coming out when uh
1: i don't know when it comes out i'm huh. not 100 okay. percent sure okay but twisted metal, twisted metal is a PlayStation series. Did yeah. you, ever, you played the games? Uh, I might have.
0: PlayStation Two, I vividly remember for sure.
1: Okay, that one is uh twisted. I think the one that came out for that. There might have been a few, but the one that I played. Yeah. And I got it when I was like eight or nine years old, <laughs> or course. something like super young. Yeah. Um, from like it was a game crazy that was attached to like a blockbuster. I, oh yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom let me get it when I was super young. <laughs> That's crazy. Shout out. Yeah, shout uh, out to mom. But um. That game, like, I love that game, dude. It was such a cool game, and just, like, the storylines were so cool in it, too. So, what's the
0: premise? Just catch me up here.
1: So, really, so what it is, it actually all kind of takes place in this dude's head. The dude's main character is Calypso, Mm -hmm. and so he's kind of running this show, and what it is is all these people that come from all these dark pasts, and all kind of have, like, these just really crooked pasts, or they just are you know, twist it in some way, really. Sure. Um, so they all come to this competition that Calypso puts on. Again, this is all in Calypso's head. That's a key part that okay. isn't uh, a part of this show, it seems, but so it's all taking place in Calypso's head and they all basically do a demolition derby with each other, fighting each other mm-hmm. to win a prize, which the prize is Calypso will grant you any wish that you want at the end of the derby. You can wish for anything, but Every time he grants a wish, he usually twists it in some ways so you don't really get what you want. Of course. Um, so that's kind of what the premise of the game was. And... Uh it, it was one of the my favorite games growing up. I still yeah. just I just love the lore of it, kind of. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, what does this one seem
0: like to you? Where's this one going?
1: So, when the first trailer for this dropped, I watched it and I was like super disappointed, bro. Were you? It just didn't seem like it captured the vibe. Okay. With Anthony, I like Anthony Mackie as yeah, an yeah, actor, but absolutely. a thing with the games is like most of the characters that are playable are very uh dark grim characters like very there's like almost a horror element to them i guess you know yeah Yeah. uh there are playable characters that are just like a cop or something like Mm -hmm. you can play as some more generic i guess characters yeah but a lot of the cooler ones to me kind of have like these like different aesthetics to them like for example sweet tooth who is displayed in the in the trailer Mm -hmm. he uh his whole thing, he's, there's a bunch of different storylines in all the different games, but a lot of times there's a revenge storyline where okay. he's trying to find someone that did something to him or he yeah. he even like wants to kill Calypso in one of the games. So a lot of it goes back to Calypso, which is not really represented in the show. To me, it seems like the show is anthony Mackey is a character that tries to go from these blocked off cities to cities and in between these cities there's like a lot of crime that goes on and stuff sure. they're not really protected so like transporting goods from place to place is kind of sketchy and you kind of have to fight your way through it for which sure. it works i think it works better for that or for that for a show mm-hmm. i didn't like that anthony Mackey seemed like such a generic character like he didn't really have like like, a lot of these characters have scars all over them. Or yeah. They, they, like, there's very, like, dark aspects to them a lot of times. But to me, this new trailer kind of, like, definitely made me more excited. The humor kind of seemed funny. Okay. Uh, Sweet Tooth, he seems like he's going to be a rendition the, of the character that I like. So, which one was Sweet Tooth again? He's the clown character. Okay, I see. Yep. Yeah. So, and a lot of the times with, like, the storylines in the games, there isn't a full fleshed out storyline. So, you kind of have, like this um this property that you could kind of take in a lot of different directions yeah yeah and i think i think based off of this trailer i i'm excited to see what they do with it i'm excited yeah. to see where they go with it so what
0: is one thing or maybe a couple things that you hope will be represented in the show from the, the game
1: yeah so i definitely like the car fighting aspects because yeah. another aspect aside from the characters having cool designs in the show the vehicles got really cool designs that are all pimped out with guns and like I yeah. got, got all these kind of mad max exactly that's what I was thinking yeah kind of like that vibe so I hope they represent like the derbies and the fighting with the cars well because to me it kind of seemed like a lot of them were pulling out guns like on the ground and mm-hmm. kind of doing you know ground fighting um, but I hope that the car derby fighting aspect is still captured and like dope, you know? Yeah, but yeah. another thing I would say too is like the backstories of the characters, because yeah. that was probably one of the coolest things about Twisted Smell Black to me, which is the only one I've played, but mm-hmm. I loved it growing up. I think the way they presented their stories in that game and like the the delivery was really cool. Like it's always stuck with me. Like ever since I was a kid, I haven't really seen anything like it still. Okay. So I hope that they kind of have like cool ways to show backstories or cool ways to show, depth to the characters and they don't feel very uh generic yeah yeah i don't know if
0: this show will have more of its own kind of feel or if it will have a video game type feel kind of like last of us you know yeah yeah in some sections so i'm i'm curious to see i
1: wonder too because like i said the whole object of the game is to win this derby to get your wish granted Mm -hmm. by calypso but that does the derby doesn't really seem like an aspect to this it really just seems like the derby aspect is survival in this game Mm -hmm. or in this uh, show so that's a little different because there is a goal in the game like you're trying to win to get your wish granted yeah um i don't know if that will translate to the show at all yeah we'll see but that is always like that's the twisted part of it like he always twists the wish yeah you know what i mean so so we'll see. Was uh, there any, so Calypso, right? Mm-hmm. There was no, like, any imagery in there or I maybe some kind of hint? Uh, I didn't see any. I saw on the cast that someone was uh, labeled as Calypso. Uh-huh. It's, it said Will Arnett was Calypso and Sweet Tooth's voice. Mm-hmm. So maybe he there is a rendition of Calypso. It would be hard for me to see a show without him, mm-hmm. Twisted Metal show without him. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what direction they go with it. I'm pretty curious to see what they do with it. Yeah yeah i mean I, maybe this will set
0: up kind of a whole derby you know mm. sequel where you know once they introduce all these characters yeah. then there's that twist mm-hmm. where now everyone has to go into this derby to get that wish or i hope so you know, yeah because be i think the sick.
1: derby aspect of it is kind of like a cool aspect yeah of yeah it. no like, absolutely. where you have all the cars in one area just like fighting you know yeah. what i mean so uh yeah we'll see what they do i hope that is the case yeah that would be sick Mm -hmm. and i
0: am excited actually to see the the different model cars and and how they add their own spin to it Mm -hmm. you know
1: that'd be super sick Mm -hmm. the design is always like a really cool aspect of those games so yeah translating that to the screen will be fun to see for me for sure dude i'm kind of excited for i wasn't excited from the first trailer yeah this one got me kind of hyped for sure yeah yeah
0: yeah -hmm.
1: all right well cool shout out to them yeah twisted metal that's a good one yes sir
0: I'm actually pretty enticed by all of those uh, trailers we watched, you know Wonka, uh, Twisted Metal, uh, Napoleon Mm -hmm. and so I mean it's there's just so many projects like we've mentioned already that are coming out this year a lot of blockbusters just the whole year is filled with you know seriously
1: super filled with blockbusters it's been crazy
0: yeah but I mean one thing that is a little um frightening you know, mm-hmm. uh, is like this whole writers' uh, guild strike that's going on that actors are now kind of taking part in mm-hmm. in Hollywood. You know, um, just a, there's just a huge dispute, disagreement with studios about uh, pay, yeah. about like residuals, mm-hmm. about AI yeah. stuff, you know, security of jobs that, you know, is, is so like the guilds and like the actors and writers are striking right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, about all that. They just haven't come to an agreement. Studios haven't, you know, come into good contracts with them. Mm-hmm. So who knows how long this can take and how it yeah. can affect Sorry affected
1: some productions, mm-hmm. for example, Deadpool 3. Yeah,
0: which is kind of sad because, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I don't know how exactly it'll affect it, whether it be creatively. Obviously, it'll probably, you know, prolong the release date, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it'll probably be pushed back to whenever, mm-hmm. which it's something that can't be helped, you know. They're yeah, trying yeah. to fight for what they need.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's uh, It definitely is a serious thing because, like uh, we saw during the Oppenheimer mm-hmm. preview or uh, premiere, yep they walked out that's after crazy they heard the news so. yeah matt damon mm-hmm. uh Celie murphy mm-hmm. i that how do you pronounce it uh, Cillian Murphy? Yeah,
0: I think I okay. I think that's right. I hope yeah. so. Please <laughs> yeah. don't come at me. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they walked out of yeah. that, that Thursday night premiere. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah, they're taking this serious. They're taking it serious. Know? So it's definitely, I guess, it's not a joke. Like, they are not happy. The writers are not happy in it. It has to do with AI Dude, as it, a part of it. And just because I know we've used AI a little. And mm-hmm. the things you can do with it
0: is oh, actually yeah. insane. Like, literally, in the reason... I I get it with the whole writers like literally you can type in write me a script about and then you add your variables x Mm -hmm. y and z you know plug in certain things and it'll just uh, not to perfection but it'll flesh out a story
1: it's a great starter for things kind of like it can get the ball rolling on a lot of things and i I see a lot of ways it can be used in a good way absolutely but for things like this where it starts taking away jobs and creativity a little Mm -hmm. bit that's where it starts to kind of Push the line a little bit, I yeah. guess. Because, yeah. like, studios can be like, hey,
0: AI can do this just as good as you. Like, we don't need to pay you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that is definitely something that, that it just... It's definitely scary for those who have the jobs, right, right? Yeah. You lose your job over this new technology that's coming out that is now more cost efficient. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't got to pay labor, yeah. stuff like that. You take away the creativity from the people who've studied, who've gone to school, who have the experience of writing, mm-hmm. you know, the actors included.
1: Yeah. So it like, makes sense for them to be upset and yeah. if they're uh, on top of that, if they're losing jobs and the jobs they get, they're not getting paid enough. Yeah. I mean, At some point, you do got to say something, so...
0: It makes sense. It makes sense, definitely. So, I I wonder how this will impact, like, projects moving forward, Mm -hmm. right? Like, obviously, we already have Oppenheimer. Mm -hmm. We have Barbie, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, like, for future projects, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, it is a little scary, like, because you just don't know how long it will go on for. You don't know what kind of agreement they can come to or Mm -hmm. what, you know, what it will all uh, amount to, really, so it's kind of like a waiting game it seems like a little bit and with
0: like ai who knows how developed it can get like Mm -hmm. we're just seeing the beginning of it and already it's providing so much (laughs) it's insane dude it's pretty insane the second you can use ai to literally eliminate production imagine that would be insane
1: you see i i'll I'll always like ai in the in the fact of being a helper yes a tool a tool Mm -hmm. you know i never wanted to ever (laughs) <laughs> just take away <laughs> what we do, you know? What yeah. I mean? Replace. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that that has always been like a conversation and scary thought about AI that I've had. It's just that it it does have the ability to possibly do that for some companies that mm-hmm. are willing to go that way. Yeah. Uh, I just hope people see the advantage of having actual people. Yeah. You know.
0: For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um. So yeah, with that, all that going on again. It's uh, halted projects such as Deadpool 3, Mm -hmm. which I'm really excited about. We saw pictures that just came out with like Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman in his new suit, comic book accurate, right? Mm -hmm. He's got like the yellow with the kind of, it's got like wings on him and the X belt. Yeah. And I even saw one where he was wearing a helmet. Yeah. Oh, really? You know, um, so that was super sick. I don't know if you saw other pictures. Deadpool and Wolverine were fighting next to like, uh, uh, what was that logo? That Fox? Was it a Fox logo? Yeah. who, who made the original uh x-men what, oh, what studio was that i don't know who it was to be honest i think 20th century fox oh uh, was it they're okay. fighting next to like an abandoned destroyed 20th century so breaking the fourth wall yeah yeah um so that was super cool but That's so cool. yeah deadpool 3 again uh who knows mm-hmm. you know the status on what can happen there
1: yeah that and other movies to come mm-hmm. out um yeah it will hopefully like uh productions don't take other routes and they're cool with just delaying for a little bit instead of just like phoning some some way of getting it done in yeah uh especially with deadpool 3 i think they will take the time obviously they they take their time on those movies yeah they do. You don't get a deadpool 3 or a deadpool movie all that often so Mm -mm. but with other ones yeah i could see some people starting to cut corners just because they don't that, I hope that's not the case. But, but that's the thing,
0: because with the AI, it's quicker, uh-huh. again, cost-efficient, mm-hmm. you don't have to hire people, pay people, like, you know what I'm saying? So they're, like, misusing, in mm-hmm. a way, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where now you're replacing
1: these people who need the jobs, mm-hmm. right? So Yeah, it's sad, and hopefully this strike kind of brings to their attention that, like, hey, we got we to gotta pay our people, you yeah. know? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Hollywood, they, people are always saying Hollywood is a very shady business. I know, you know? bro, I know. I, I'm glad we're not over there, bro. Did you ever see... Th- just side note tom holland speaking yeah, about hollywood I did, yeah yeah i, I just that. watched his podcast recently yeah uh yeah, and so. yeah he had some tidbits that he's not a fan of the yeah. industry yeah. he's a part of the industry but he's not a fan of the exactly industry. um and yeah hopefully i think hollywood has very much been set in its ways for a long time so mm-hmm. there's a very a foundation of maybe corruptness yeah that is starting to kind of hopefully fizzle away yeah because a lot of people are finally like starting to talk you know mm-hmm. um and this writers Guild is just another example of that I think yeah which is good you know
0: yeah. unify and, and get what you deserve yeah really mm-hmm.
1: so um, hopefully it
0: doesn't you, you know hopefully they can come to an agreement uh, hopefully more productions don't come to a halt and then eventually all these cool projects that are come, you know going to come out can actually come to fruition mm-hmm. for example like Barbie Oppenheimer you know Mission Impossible mm-hmm. uh, yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff like that yeah. you guys we're excited to see these yeah. things you know yeah lots of good stuff lots of out. good stuff to come out and and we're hoping you know with the conclusion of this year next year there'll be even more movies yeah, dude. And good movies you know? yeah 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 definitely so, maybe we'll
1: stray away from blockbusters next year and <laughs> go into yeah. some new new material maybe
0: which i mean it's needed honestly yeah it we is. need something new it's we need you we sure. need better horror films bro yeah we
1: need we need yeah. good scary movies talk to me that uh that one's coming out soon that's oh is a, it that's an twenty yeah, four one yeah, coming yeah. out by Raka Raka okay which was a youtube channel i used to watch back yeah. in the day the, that one is i think i heard good things about that one really is it out it's not out yet okay. it's coming out soon though like okay. end of this month so we'll be we'll be touching upon that one for mm-hmm. sure no for sure absolutely um, but yeah i agree horror movies have kind of like <laughs> hit a
0: hit a wall a little bit dude it's been hitting a wall for a while yeah so yeah. now like there's a new insidious coming out. i think it's already out at mm-hmm. the time of this recording heard um, mixed reviews yeah, on it yeah mm-hmm. and i liked the original insidious you mm-hmm. know yeah so I guess I guess we'll see what other projects we get. It's time you know? for some new stuff. Yeah, it definitely stop is. revamping the old stuff, Please. bring in okay. some new things. I don't want to see Fast and Furious eighteen, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, Fast I'm and done, Furious two hundred
1: five. Yeah,
0: literally, like I'm sick of it, bro. It's
1: all about family. Dude, I get it. Two hundred six <laughs> that's cool. I, I love family too, bro. Go, later. go do something else. <laughs> like I get it. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning yeah. in. We appreciate you guys being here.